Welcome back to Nothing to Say, the fans podcast. Week one of the NFL season is behind us. Week two of the NFL season is in front of us. So we're going to dance a line in between both. We're going to start with a little bit of week one and then move our way towards week two. Sam, just real quick thoughts on week one of the NFL season and everything that transpired. And we cannot move away from week one fast enough. I don't know about you, Jason. Raiders didn't look good. Niners certainly didn't look good. They looked about as good. <laughs> Trailers looked about as good as the grass that they were playing on in Chicago because that was ridiculous. Yeah, that was. Um, I don't even know what. But again, and we'll get to that later. We'll get to all, we'll get to all of the interesting games of uh, of Week One, and then we also have our very famous and uh, starting to get some world recognition segment, Move the Chain. So let's actually roll the intro to that right now. All right, so Move the Chains. If you are new to the show, the way that this is going to work, I have three takes. Sam has three takes. We have not told them to each other. I'll say one, he'll say one. If we agree with the take, then you move the chains. That's the first down. If you disagree with it, then you're punting and you'll have to explain why. Sam, you want to go first or do you want me to start? Yeah, maybe we should change it to um, either you get the first down on fourth and five or you're kicking a 64-yard field goal for the win. Maybe that's how we should do it. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> I mean, we can throw that out there. Like, I'll move the chains, but I, I mean, I'll punt, but, you know, depending on, you know, where I am on the field. That's, I mean, that definitely played into uh, quite a few of the games this past week. And it's actually going, I'll just start it off here, Jason. Yeah. Um, right where we left off on Monday night in Seattle, 30 minutes down the road from here. Uh, the most disappointing loss of the weekend, which there was a lot of them. Mm-hmm. I don't I can't remember a weekend where there were so many upsets or so many playoff potential playoff teams that looked bad in one week. But I think Denver's loss to Seattle is the worst. Denver's loss to Seattle is the worst. Um I think I'm gonna move the chains on that one. And I think I have to not solely because here's the thing. The loss to Seattle, I think on the surface, yes, does look bad. But I think more so than just, I mean, if they were, if you take out the clock management stuff, which is so hard to do, I don't even know if it's even worth trying to argue this point. I don't know if losing to Seattle in Seattle is the worst thing in the world, but in the manner in which they lost with the clock, man, I mean, I don't know if any of you guys have seen the the video clip of Peyton Manning during the Manning cast doing this. Like right at the minute mark, like you guys need to call timeout. There was something, uh, it was either on Bleacher Report or, or ESPN. He did this 62 times in the span of like 30 seconds before they uh, called timeout. And yeah, that because of solely because of the last minute of that game. Yes, I agree with you. Taking like, forget everything else. It was just that last minute that, yeah, for me, I agree with you. Well, a team that should. I think everyone agrees should win double digit games this year. Um, a lot of people have, I think Colin had them as the best in the AFC West, Colin Cowherd, um, and like one of the top five teams in the NFL. The fact that they were even in that position with the two goal line fumbles and the inability of their offense with Russ 
to move down the field and getting torched by Geno Smith in the first half. Uh, I think all of that combined to, wow, we just traded for this guy and we lost to the team that we traded with in the first week. Like we were supposed to be a quarterback away and it's not looking like it right now. Yeah. I, I'm going to juxtapose this. This isn't one of my um, takes, but I'm going to do it against yours. Would you say that um, if the Broncos had the worst loss of the week, would you move the chains on the Giants having the best win? Oh, my goodness. I don't know, man. It's between them or Pittsburgh. I don't think I've seen two teams have more fun than those two <laughs> after they got that win. The Giants, the sheer surprise when um, Randy Bullock, can't remember his first name, Bullock for the Titans when he missed that kick. Mm-hmm. I'll pull it Just up. the uh, Brian Dayball, like, holy cow, we actually want Saquon right. losing his mind of actually having a winning record for the first time. <laughs> the fact that they did that with a pretty mediocre roster against the AFC's best team last year. It, I think it's got to be the Giants. I don't, I don't think any single person that might have been like a ninety percent to ten percent pick rate of lock it in. Texans, Titans are going to win that game. Yeah, and I think part of the reason why I would put that as the best win is one, you have Saquon who's been out for so long, comes out eighteen carries, one sixty four nine best yards a carry, one touchdown. I mean, at least through week one. <laughs> um, yeah. And then, and the reason why I wouldn't say it was Pittsburgh is because when you, despite winning that game, losing TJ Watt puts a damper on that game solely. I mean, you can feel great about the win, but losing, I know there's good news coming out that he's not going to be out for the whole season. So that's fantastic. But I mean, that defense revolves around TJ Watt. So I would just but, put the Giants because they did lose one of their most uh, prized players. But think about like how many the ups and downs of that Cincy Pittsburgh game. Definitely the craziest game. They could have lost that game three times on a field goal, right? Mm -hmm. Once in once in regulation, two times in overtime, and every single time they got it done to beat a really good Cincy team. Mm -hmm. I I totally get that that might be a huge sting and like a huge damper on the mood. The fact that TJ Watt was injured. Mike Tomlin didn't seem like it was dampering his mood. Did you see his moves? Yeah. In the locker room? The that was yeah, awesome. <laughs> doing a little A-B dance, doing the, the gritty. Uh, common win for Mike Tomlin, honestly. All right, I'll give you my take, my first one. I think for me, it is safe to say that you can have a legitimate conversation, and you could have, in my opinion, you could have had this conversation at the end of last season. But I think right now, Josh Allen has made a case that he is on equal playing field with Patrick Mahomes. Um, I don't think that that is, um, I'm not going to say better because I understand that that head to head record is going to look, um, much more in Mahomes' favor. But if you just mm-hmm. go off of, um, arm talent and you have to add in what he can do with his legs, mm-hmm. I think you can at least have a conversation that they are on at least level playing field now. Man, weren't we treated as like, phenomenal quarterback play josh allen yeah. what he did to open it i'm sorry patrick mahomes that was uber impressive what he did oh, yeah oh tyree kill's gone i don't even need him give me 
Joe Smith and, <laughs> and, and John Adams over here, and I'll turn them into touchdown receivers. Like, it did not matter. I, this is what I said. I, I'm going to pat myself on the back here because I called this. I said that Patrick was going to get to that level of what Aaron has been, what Tom has been his whole career of. He will take any receiver. He'll take a Juju, which Pittsburgh didn't want. He'll take a um, MVS. He'll take McCole Hardman. He'll take all these guys – Clyde Edwards, or Clyde Edwards Hilaire, who looked like a bust, and turn them into beasts. Of course, well, and, he's got Kelsey still, but. And to that point, he threw it to nine different wide receivers. Nine um, wide receivers caught um, um, And I'll tell you what, I didn't get a chance to say this uh, last show because we, we couldn't fit a segment in. Like, we didn't pick who we thought was going to win MVP or who we thought was going to win Offensive or Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah. But I was going to take, take a flyer and say Travis Kelsey had an opportunity to win Offensive Player of the Year. Um, yeah, okay. uh, that, that was going to be my outside because I didn't want to just go, like, you know, running back or, or, you know, Jamar Chase or something like that. I wanted to at least have one pick that I just threw, like, a flyer on. Mm-hmm. And he was a guy who I was like, okay, if I'm going to take a long shot to win offensive uh, player of the year, it would be Travis Kelsey. And all he does that first week is come out um, and have eight receptions for 121 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. I mean, it, it, he would have to do so much because of how great he's been for so long. Like he would have to break, you'd have to have a Cooper cup year for tight ends. Yeah. Like you'd have to break mm-hmm. every single tight end. But, I, but again, I do think he has the ability to do that with, Look, for sure. You know, I mean, he's the number one wide receiver, right? For sure. So, I, but I to to answer it, I think you got a pun on it. What if you were to ask me before Sunday, I maybe would have been there, like, oh, okay, we saw amazing things from Josh Allen, especially with his legs, uh, and his ability to be a dual threat with that amazing arm. Uh, maybe he's on the same level as Mahomes, but what Mahomes did, I mean, that was effortless really what he did without his best receiver. I mean, if you're going to take the receiving core of Buffalo versus the the weapons that Kansas City has, it's not close. It's not close at all. I mean, Travis has a huge advantage over Dawson Knox, but it's Dawson Knox is a pro bowl level tight end potentially. And you got Stefan Diggs is head and shoulders above everyone. Gabe Davis, I think is better than every single wide receiver. Isaiah McKenzie, even could be considered better than every single Jameson Crowder again. Jameson Crowder is not a scrub either. <laughs> yep. Yep. I mean, if you're going to go to degree of difficulty, what Hector Mahomes did to dominate Arizona, I, I heard people saying that Arizona looked like a JV squad. I heard out that there. too. <laughs> looked like a high school team because yeah. of what Kansas City did. They didn't, they looked better than they did last year. And that's going to be an mm-hmm. overreaction on Overreaction Monday right there. Yeah, absolutely. All right, hit me with your second one. All right. I mean, this is – I don't know how we do this so effortlessly, but the Chiefs, not the Chargers, look like the class of the AFC West after week one. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'd move to change on that one. And I know that we both picked the Chiefs to win – I mean, the Chargers to win that division. And I don't want to say – I don't want to fall victim to overreacting. And actually, you know what – I did the I did the Mahomes Chiefs one. You did the Chiefs talking about the Chargers. My next one's going to be about the Chargers Raiders game. So it'll flow seamlessly. Yeah. Um, 
but uh, I, you know, week one, you got. I think you got to take everything with a little bit of grain of salt. Um, so I think on on paper, the Chargers should be better than the Chiefs, really. Um, but if Mahomes is going to go scorched earth, <laughs> uh, it's going to be hard. And I, I mean. I, w- I was watching the, the Raiders-Chargers game, obviously, and the defensive line for the Chargers is just unbelievable, especially if Khalil Mack decides to um, revert back to younger-looking Khalil Mack. Yeah, you um, have Von Miller and Khalil Mack turning back the clock in the same yeah, week. I know. <laughs> um, so, but at least at least through week one, if just taking into account week one, which is all we have so far, yeah, they looked head and shoulders better than the Chargers. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think you I think you nail it though. It's Mahomes. Because yeah. Herbert put up a top three quarterback display, especially that first half before Keenan Allen got injured. He was great. The dude was I, he like didn't even have I have, any his, I have his numbers right here. He's right. 26 for 34, 279, three touchdowns. Yeah. To different guys, to tight ends, to no name receivers, yep. to I mean Mike Williams didn't even get a target until like the second half. He's a 20 million receiver. Yeah. I think I think right now the way Mahomes is playing, I give the edge to the Chiefs. But the the level that we saw from the Chargers defense, that is a game changer. The way they yeah. were able to like pr- provide a lot of challenges for a good Vegas de- offense. Good, yeah, good offense. Um, so let me let me go right to that then. I'll give you my second take. Um mm-hmm. And this will be about the Raiders, obviously. Um, my thought, I there are two ways to look at that game. I think you can look at it um, from a negative point of view or a positive point of view. And I'm going to say um, right now, if you're a Raider fan, don't don't worry about the Raiders yet. Don't don't take into account um, that Week One game. And I know it's hard to do, but my reasoning for this is. Okay, I hear in one breath you can look at Derek and say, Derek, the three interceptions, that cost us the game. And I, I could hear an argument for that. Or you can look at the offensive line and say the seven sacks cost the game. No, I, I get it. Couple those together, it's going to be really hard to win a game when you throw three interceptions and give up seven sacks. What I will say to try to flip your opinion on that is, one, they didn't play any starters in the preseason which for the life of me, I don't understand. Um, I still a lot, don't. A lot of teams do that. I know. I still don't get that. I mean, I understand wanting to be as healthy as possible going into the regular season, but those reps are so valuable. Um, and with an offensive line that is sort of new in the sense that they're kind of rotating players, trying to figure out who's going to be their line, you yeah. need snaps together. Obviously, Derek and Devontae, look like they were back in college like they were they were in stink so my main argument is going to be he threw three picks and they gave up seven sacks and yet with two minutes left to go they had a chance to drive down and win the game so they probably play their worst game that they're going to play all season and they still hopefully (laughs) and they still only lost by five and had a chance to drive and win the game so yeah, there were a lot of negatives, but some positives to take away is one, I mean, um, Devontae looked great in a Raiders uniform. <laughs> he played great in a Raiders uniform. Um, the Raiders have a stud in Nate Hobbs. Um, 
in the secondary. Max played well. Um, yeah, I just, I mean, Josh, Josh Jacobs, who always, he never has a huge injury, but he always seems to be a little bit nicked up. Looked great. He was explosive. He was fast. I don't know why they didn't try to establish the run a little bit uh, more, but my message to Raider fans is they played their worst game, hopefully, and they still almost, they still almost had a chance to drive down and win. Um, or not they almost, they did have a chance to drive down and win. So I'm going to choose to look at that from a positive point of view. We'll see what happens next week. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I moved the chains on being patient, not panicking really from a Raiders perspective. Like you said, like they didn't, they didn't play their best game. Um, I'd be a little worried that Chandler Jones really wasn't anywhere to be seen on Sunday. I feel like that's yeah. kind of that's kind of tough. But on the other side, Devontae, Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase. I mean, you could flip-flop them, but Devontae may have looked like the best wide receiver in football. It, yeah. Maybe Justin Jefferson. But like he is up there and he mm-hmm. in a new system looks incredible. Absolutely. For that team. Um huge positive there yeah like you said it didn't get out of hand it looked like that game was going to get way out of hand Mm -hmm. Uh, maybe the chargers injuries kind of cut up to them the fact that they didn't have jc jackson probably hurt the fact that they weren't able to guard Devonta adams um keenan allen injury you could just see the effects of that on their offense like he is such a stabilizing force for the team he's a lot like um what Devonte will be but I think in years past, what Renfro was of any big time play you need, you're going to him. Uh, I thought that was kind of weird because I actually did watch um, the end of it. Uh, I feel like Derek was going to Renfro a lot, almost forcing it to him. Renfro or Adams? The Renfro. Because hmm. I feel well, like I mean, two he's of a his, security blanket. Yeah. Two of his picks, or at least the last pick was he was trying to feed it into Renfro. Yeah. I don't know. They'll, I mean, they'll, they'll iron it out, man. They'll, this was their first game. Like you said, they didn't play in the preseason at all. This was their first live game of trying to figure it all out. Yeah, and they have, they have a, what looks like a very winnable game next week at home versus the Cardinals. I definitely think they can win that game. Um, and if they I, – I mean, I don't think – I mean, on paper, I think they should win that game. I really do. Um, and then you go next week to Tennessee against the Titans, and who knows? Looks, could, looks pretty winnable right now. Looks pretty winnable at the moment, and then you know after that you get um, you get your another divisional test with the Broncos. So they need they need these two games because the reality of the situation is the division is not going to give them wins. So they're going to have to go out and get every win that they can outside of the division. So we spent a lot of time on that. Let's move on to the the last two. Yeah. My last one um, team that I was thoroughly impressed with, especially the play of their quarterback, the Washington commanders. Yeah. <laughs> they might be a playoff team this year. I'm not going to move the chains on that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but I was super. I mean, I was happy for Carson Wentz. I know he threw two picks, but dude was slinging it all over the field. Uh, 27 of 41, 313, four touchdowns. Um, Antonio Gibson, I mean, you got to take into account the situation that happened with 
the commander's running back room, but he took advantage of the situation, the unfortunate situation. Um, 14 carries, seven receptions. Terry McLaurin looked good. Curtis Samuel, I mean, he looked great. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm all in for Carson Wentz having a little bit of a, a comeback. Um, I mean, I think that would be cool because he's a talented player. I mean, he's fun to watch. I mean, when he's on, he's very fun to watch. Um, but unfortunately, and you know, I'm glad you brought up the commanders because my next one is going to be about the Eagles. Um, I just don't think they're going to pass the Eagles, so I'm not going to move. I'm not going to move the chains on that one. It's all right. He's just a non-believer. Okay, but here's the thing: like, if they're going to be a wild card, then who? I mean, what? Who are they going to have to beat out, really? 49ers, probably at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, I mean, realistically, I mean, you're looking at, I mean, you'd have, I mean, the Dolphins. I mean, I'm sorry, wrong division, wrong conference, too. Um, You're looking at, like, the Rams, yeah, the Niners. You're looking at the Packers and the Vikings, um, the Saints and the Bucks. Dude, the Vikings are for sure making it. They look so good. And they might win that division. <laughs> um, I don't think. Uh, I think they might. Not, Aaron, not 100% Aaron, sure. Aaron's got some tricks up his sleeve. I know. And we both picked the Packers, and I'm not going to jump off that pick, but I won't be surprised if the Vikings uh, win that division. All right. My last one. My last one is going to be about the Eagles. Um, we did like long shot predictions. We did like sure middle of the pack and then long shot predictions for the season. And my long shot prediction was that come like week 12, Jalen Hurts will be in the MVP conversation. I'm not saying he's going to win, but he'll be there. I still think he's got to, I mean, after week one, I have no reason to believe that that isn't going to be the case. Um, he didn't like light up the world with, you know, how many completions he had. He was 18 for 32, 243, but he also ran 17 times, had 90 yards and a touchdown. I mean, he accounted for, I mean, over 325 yards of total offense by himself. And the mm-hmm. whole AJ Brown thing was a little bit of a mystery to see how that was going to look. Um, obviously because Jalen hurts has been, you know, under some fire over the years about him being, you know, a throwing quarterback, 10 catches, 155 yards. He fit right in. Um, and right now, especially with what happened to Dak, the Eagles are going to run away with that division. Oh, for sure. Yeah, there's no doubt. I, a little scary. I mean, I I will be the first out of anyone to say that I think Detroit's going to be pretty good this year. A little Thanks. scary that that game was that tight. Towards a the little end. bit, yes. Um, because they were con- Philadelphia controlled it for mm-hmm. sure. And then I looked back and it was like, oh, whoa, it's like a three point game. Yep. What's going on here? Um, to let Detroit score what thirty five on them. 38-35. That's kind of worrisome for a team that's supposed to be making the playoffs. If you're giving up that many points, and I know it's just it's just week one, but what is this show if we're not overreacting to just one week of football, you know? Right. Um that's a little worrisome. A little, yeah. Giving up 35 points to the Lions. Yeah, not sure. We know that uh the Lions are America's team right now. <laughs> um Thanks to Hard Knocks, and who knows? I mean, and their favorite this that week. Performance after that performance, you never know. All right, um, I have one bonus question for you. One bonus question for you, and it's okay. specifically pertaining to the 49ers. Just because I wanted to. Talk I thought we weren't going to talk game. about the 49ers. Yeah, you weren't. I was. 
We so, talked beforehand. We were like, hey, we're, we're going to no, be nice to the Raiders. I don't think so, yeah. No, Sam I, so was nice to the Raiders, and then let me, bring up the darkest moment of my life. It is it is the first show that we're doing after week one, so it obviously, you know, overreaction for, uh, for week one. So here's my question to you. The 49ers will regret taking Trey Lance over Justin Fields, move the chains, or not. No, punt. I don't no, not not regret taking Justin Fields. I think if the question was trading so much to move up for Trey Lance, that's a possibility after that game. Um, but Justin Fields, he really uh, we talked about it off, but I needed I, I was curious to see if he had improved, like took that leap. From his soft from his freshman year to his sophomore season in the NFL, he looks the same. And a part of that is probably the worst O-line in the NFL. Another part of it is can you name a wide receiver on his team? Unless if you're not playing fantasy, all of our all of us fantasy people know Darnell Mooney because he's a sleeper, but uh Amon Ross St. Brown's brother is on that team. Mm-hmm. And you got David Muggett. Like the weapons are just not there. The defense played really well um, and should be pretty good this year. But around him and the weather was – if we're going to use that excuse for Trey Lance, we got to use it for Justin Fields. But, I mean, Fields was just missing throws in the first half. I want to – I texted Sam immediately after the game, and I want to put it out there that I don't want to put too much stock into that game. One, yes, because it's week one, and two, because they were playing in a freaking monsoon. Um, At least the second half they were. Yeah, so I don't. I think we got to take that game at face value on exactly what it was, which was just a sloppy game in a sloppy field. Like, um, and I don't know, play calling was really awful too. Like they had plenty of third and longs where they just straight up ran the ball. Like it wasn't even a draw play. Like it was just a we're doing an inside run here. We're doing an inside zone run. I like we're gonna get this first down. It's like no. You're not. I'm sorry. The Niners have been stopping your run the entire day. Like before, if it wasn't for the 11 penalties that the Niners had, the Bears maybe would have finished with three first downs. That's how that's how bad it was going for that team. Yeah. Well, again, I uh, I just wanted to get that in there because you know I had to throw it in there. I mean, we could talk about how just for reasons awful Trey Lance looked too I I thought he looked really no, we good don't in the first half it's week one <laughs> he was really under control in the first half you could see like but once they started getting down and the pressure was going on he was just the DBs for Chicago said it they tried making him a quarterback and he just missed a lot of throws yeah well if we're allowed to overreact on week one then we're allowed to underreact on week one and I think I can I think it's safe to say that we can underreact to both performances by those quarterbacks um so week one obviously was a bit of a wild slate of games between the Eagles-Lions game coming down to it, the monsoon between the 49ers and the Bears, the Steelers and the Bengals overtime, just antics. The Browns uh, winning on a monster field goal at the end to beat Baker. The Colts and Texans tying. Mm-hmm. Um, the Saints were much closer I... to the Falcons than um, that was supposed to be. The Vikings beat the Packers. The Giants win. Mahomes goes out, just goes eight, like mm-hmm. just absolutely. I didn't want to curse on the bet. 
on the show, but you know what I mean. And finish that sentence for me. And then uh, Dak goes down, um, and he's going to be out. Lamar looked great. Lamar Even looked the, great. The contract yeah. negotiations. He looked phenomenal. Yeah, the Seahawks beat the Broncos. Just a wild week one, uh, but everything you could want from a uh, from a sports fan. Man, so one thing we need to touch on. I feel like the theme of this was special teams need to get it together. It was there week one, too. The amount of blocked kicks, missed field goals, everything that with games on the line, Tennessee, mm-hmm. Cincinnati, and Pittsburgh both missing, and um, Denver, we've already discussed a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Atlanta getting their field goal blocked, too, for the win. I mean, you had so many of these games going right down to special teams is either going to win it or lose it. And a lot of cases they were losing it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that just goes into the, the unpredictability of what week one can sometimes bring. Um, Oh my gosh. We didn't even Rodrigo Blankenship lost his job because of week one. That was insane. The Colts kicker, because he just absolutely shanked one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean I I he's, I don't he's gonna he's gonna file for unemployment. Yep. He's gonna file for unemployment. <laughs> yep. Um but again, like I said, I think that plays into the unpredictability of week one. Um and hopefully you can see if your team was on that side of just being somewhere off in the in the ether, hopefully they come back to earth for uh for your guys' mistake. So on that note, let's move our way towards week two. Let's make our picks. So looking back yeah. at week one, uh, I did win three to two. Uh, I had the Bills winning. I had the Eagles winning. And then I had the Saints winning. And it was looking a little bit bad there um, at the uh, at the end for the Saints. Um, bless you. That was off screen. Yeah. Holy uh, cow. <laughs> came out of nowhere. Um, so I did take the win three to two. I don't know what the percentage of the correct picks were. Um, Sam will do the math on that, and that'll be up in the uh, up in the screen. So let's I don't think move. either of us did very well. I'm not 100 percent sure um, either, but I don't know why I had you picking Seattle. Let me change that because that was not the case. <laughs> no, All right. Happen. All right, so here we go. Let's move our way towards week two. This is going to be the Thursday night game. We're going to try to get this episode out Thursday. If not, uh, then obviously the game will have been played um, the day before. So, But we're going to try to get this uh, episode out on Thursday. So it should be playing tonight. Let's go Chargers, Chiefs. Chiefs are at home. Um, I, we talked about it. You said the Chiefs right now look like they're the class of the AFC West. I agree with you. I'm going to take the Chiefs at home. I'm taking the Chargers. Okay. <laughs> okay. It was just an overreaction of week one. Still think it the Chargers are going to win. It definitely is. Um, and I'm picking against my division winner. Um, and you know what? I definitely – I see an absolute scenario for the Chargers winning and their defense just swarming Patrick Mahomes like they did Derek Carr. So the script is there. But uh, I'm going to fall victim to overreacting on week one. I'm fully admitting to that. And we're going to go in uh, – Picking the Chiefs. So, hey, that's, mainly, that, script, that script that you just read, I, that's the one I got delivered. Truthfully, I would prefer if the Chargers win because um, I think, well, actually, no, because they're both one and one. So, I was going to make a case for everybody being one and one, but they both won. So, that just that doesn't, 
doesn't mean anything. All right, let's move on to Patriots Steelers. <laughs> yeah, I did my math. Um, totally wrong. Um, I'll, I'll take the Steelers at home. I see. I want to take the Pats, but their offense just looked. They did like. There's just no reason to pick that offense. Mm-hmm. I'm oh, agreed. Pittsburgh. All right. Both got Pittsburgh. Let's move on to Panthers Giants. Giants at home. Giants coming back to a New York crowd that is going to be absolutely ecstatic to see them. Panthers coming off a tough loss, but they played well. We got. I'm taking the Panthers. Panthers. I'm going to be fun. I'm going to take the Giants. Why not? Let's. Saquon is going to carry them. I don't. I really don't know. I don't. I'm I'm not fun. I don't feel comfortable with that pick at all, but um, just for just to um, you're gonna be 2-0. You got the Giants going 2-0. Yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? All right. Uh, Jets Browns, I'll take the Browns at home. Yeah, I'm taking the Browns too. All right. Browns at home. Clean sweep from both of us. Move. Yeah, because Flacco Flacco's still starting, right? I believe Tech so. Wilson's yeah, still. Wilson's gonna be out to like week four or something. All right, uh, Colts-Jags. I'll take the Colts over the Jags. I really want to take the Jaguars. <laughs> I really do. But I think this game will show the difference between a Matt Ryan-led Colts team and a Carson Wentz-led Colts team because I think they will rebound a lot better from losses with Matt Ryan on the field than what was happening with Carson Wentz last season. So I think this game will just signify that, completely show that. So I'm going to pick the Colts. All right. All right, so we got your favorite team right now against the Ravens. Dolphins, Ravens, who you got? I'm going to take the Dolphins. I'm taking the Ravens. I'm taking the Ravens. They didn't steer me wrong. I was going to say, I feel like you have to ride with them until they knock you down, right? So I was was actually just thinking about this um, today. At the end of the year, we should – um give like teams records based off of our picks like say later in the year we picked tampa bay to be 14 and 2 or something like that and they ended up being 11 and 5 or whatever disclosure the raiders should be 17 and 0 on my picks (laughs) they're rivaling (laughs) not not the raiders and niners but like every other team like do we like completely like kansas city do we pick Kansas City every single week and in, right. in actuality there's no way yeah that'd be fun that'd be fun we'll bookmark that all okay. right you can book <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right here we go Buccaneers Saints Saints are at home they've had the Bucks number mm-hmm. every single year yeah but they looked not great the Saints they, they looked all right I, mean, I know uh, all right is not great. <laughs> give me give me the Saints. Saints at home. You know what? It's one of those things where um, I don't know if I feel good enough um, to go against what history has said over the past couple seasons. So I'm just going to pick the Saints as well. Interesting. Um, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. All right, here we go. You're screwed. Here we go. Lions and the Commanders. This Interesting is, game. This is the Interesting toughest game. game. 
Yeah. This is the toughest game on the schedule. Um, Interesting game. I love it. I want to pick Detroit, right? Mm-hmm. Huge Detroit homer right now. But I'm overreacting. I am completely prisoner of the moment. Carson Wentz is going to blow that team out of the water. Give me Washington. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to say if the Lions are going to get wins this year, it's going to have to be against teams that are of the commander's stature. Okay. Um, the first game at home, I feel like they're America's team right now. They just played their hearts out against the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Well, it was, the it was at home. They, they played the last game at home, but it's fine. Oh, the Lions were at home? Oh, that's right. I thought they were. Yeah, my bad. But it's all um, the same thing. I, uh, I don't think that the Lions crowd is going to hold that game against them. <laughs> um, so give me the Lions. I'm going to ride the Kool-Aid. The Lions oh, yeah. at home getting getting their first win against the Commanders. All right. I can't I can't blame you for that one. That was oh give me the give me the Niners. Let's tie this division up. Right. I'll take the 39ers as well. 39 because they're not in full form yet. Here we go. Rams, Falcons. There's 39 because Freelance has a grown up, yeah. Thirty-nine, because that's how many picks he's gonna throw. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Actually, Derek's on page for that. Right <laughs> All right, give me the Rams. Yeah, give me the Rams. Somehow Atlanta looked worse than the Rams did in Week One. Yeah, and that is saying something. All right, uh, Raiders, Cardinals, Raiders home opener against the Cardinals. Wait, oh my god, I am so sorry. Um, I'm still taking the Rams. I legitimately thought that it was Arizona v. Rams. Mm. I don't know why my brain worked like that. Um good. I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Raiders. If they lose this game, then 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 I'm gonna start to have a I'm gonna get real bleak on this show. A little panic. <laughs> real fast. All right, uh, Derek, Derek tops himself and gets four picks. Yeah, I know. Knock on hardwood right now. Slam! I have a wooden. Remember these kadamas from years ago? I, wood on wood. All right, here we go. Um, Texans Broncos. Give me, give me the Broncos. I agree. I agree. Tell you what, so though, one, one of those teams is undefeated. I know. It's not the team we're picking. I know. Tell you what, though, Davis Mills, gunslinger, gunslinger. All right, here we go. Bengals, Cowboys. Game is a lot less interesting now. Bengals have to win this game. Yeah. And man, Joe Burrow, a tough opener for, I would say, um, out of all of the star quarterbacks in the league, probably had the, the worst week one out of any of them. He turned it around. He turned it around quickly, but that first half was, ugh. Yeah. For sure. All right, here we go. Last couple games. Let's move our way towards the Bears and the Packers. Very interesting game now. What a, like, palate cleanser for Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. Yep. The team that he owns. If they lose, though, that just puts, that puts more pressure on, more panic on that franchise than I think the Raiders losing. If they lose to the Bears, then it's like, oh, Aaron, Aaron is done. It's not even his fault. I don't. I mean, did you watch his receivers just drop 
passes that were literally handed to them. I'm going to take the Packers just because I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to let them lose. <laughs> I think I think defense got a re- has to recover. They're not going up against Justin Jefferson, who they couldn't guard. They're not going against Thielen and Osborne and uh, Dalvin Cook. Like this is a much more manageable matchup for them. Absolutely. Uh, Bills, Titans, Buffalo, Buffalo, hundred percent. It's going to be really hard for me to pick against Buffalo this year if they keep doing what they're I, doing. I already, I already picked against them this year, so right. I'm going to have to win my mistake. All right. Um, I got to say, the last game, there are a couple Tough. of, like, three games that I'm really interested in this week. The Chargers-Chiefs, I'm really interested in the Dolphins-Ravens game. Big time. I, mean, I, am, I am also interested in the Commanders-Lions game. But this, oh, Vikings Eagle, but this Vikings-Eagles game, I'm the actually really excited now. 10 o'clock slate, I will have Commanders-Detroit on out of all of those teams. Over Dolphins-Ravens? Yeah, I think so. Maybe I I don't I yeah I I don't think I I I disagree. I it's it's Wentz v. Goff too. Number one pick versus number two pick yeah. in that draft. You don't even think about. It. Oh, jeez. Vikings Eagles. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Philly. Yeah, I just I've been I've been tooting the horn of Jalen Hurts um this whole time so i'm not gonna back off of it yet i'll take the eagles at home right now we are at four games um so is there one that you would feel comfortable flopping on if i'll take a look as well um i'll go i'll go tampa bay instead of new orleans oh no that's oh yeah you picked new orleans i i was gonna say i can swap for that one because that was the one that I was the most hesitant on. So, it's, I mean, if you are dead set on switching it, then you can, because that was the one that I was looking at. I don't want to move off Carolina v. Giants. I don't want to move off Miami. I don't really want to move on to Detroit either. Um, that's kind of the only game that I think is close. All right. I I mean, like I said, I think you flipped last week, so I am more than willing to flip on the Bucks pick. You I mean, you're flipping to the favorite. I know, but what I'm saying is I picked I, I mean, I picked the Saints because that was like I said, I was, didn't want to go against uh um what history has shown. I'm down, I'm down if you want to go to Detroit or in uh Tampa. Okay, how strongly do you feel about taking the Bucks? I mean, I picked New Orleans. Um, right. Who knows? That game could go either way. I don't. I don't know. I don't honestly know. I'm not putting money on the game, so. <laughs> okay. All right. I just don't want to pigeonhole you into that. If you really want to take the Bucks, then go ahead. And it's take the too Bucks. late. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. All right, so the difference uh, in picks. I've got the Chiefs. Sam has the Chargers. Sam has the Panthers. I've got the Giants. I have the Ravens. He's got the Dolphins. I have the Bucks now. He has the Saints, and I've got the Lions. He's got the Commanders. I have picked the Lions and the Giants to win this week. <laughs> I picked Jacksonville and Detroit and Atlanta 
to win. Those are going to be three of the teams fighting for the number one overall pick this year. Nice. <laughs> nice. Love it. All right. When I, um, when is... I saw that um, Jacksonville and Atlanta were up in the fourth quarter at the same time, I was so happy. <laughs> All right. Well, picks are in the Google Doc. So they are now official. Cannot be changed. All right. Okay. All right. Thank you all so much for listening in to this episode of Nothing to Say to the Fans podcast. We really do appreciate it. We hope you enjoyed week one. Hope your team wins uh, week two, unless they are the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> um, I don't forget who the 49ers are playing, but, you know, for that's sake. Okay? Definitely Seahawks fans, you can go F yourself. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so, although Seahawks fans, you have you are in my good graces right now for beating the Broncos. Yeah, they so, got their win. You guys got their your win. So now the entire division can be tied because right, Arizona's gonna right. beat the Raiders and the Rams are gonna beat Atlanta. No, see, Arizona's not win. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, you sir, you were mistaken there. You were you were on the right track, but you deviated a little bit. So all right uh enjoy the weekend enjoy the football and we will see you all next week hopefully your guys' fan team plays better than mine did this week that's all i'm gonna say <laughs>